0: Week we started a new sermon series called Ask For. And last week, as part of the first sermon, we asked God to or we asked God for we asked God for what open doors we asked God for open doors, and we understood God opens doors in the midst of our enemies we also came to know when we ask god we oh god opens the doors of opportunities in our lives and we also came to know only prayer could open the closed doors god opens doors when we are found faithful in the little responsibility god has entrusted us with and today Let's ask God for open hearts. Can you say open hearts? Open hearts. Can you say that a little out loud? Open hearts? open hearts. The central scripture for today's sermon is Acts chapter sixteen, verse fourteen. As Paul was ministering in Philippi, there came a woman by name Lydia. We read that in Acts chapter sixteen, verse fourteen. Now, a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed hear the things spoken by Paul. So it looks like there was a woman. There is no, not much history about that woman who she was. But all the Bible says she was a worshipper and she was a seller of purple and she was also from the city of tyra and she came there to worship god and bible says the lord opened her heart to hear the things to listen and follow the things that were spoken by paul lord opened the heart of lydia this morning we are talking about open hearts the next verse says she and her household were baptized When God opened their heart, when God opened Lydia's heart, the next next thing that immediately took place was baptism. She and her household, they were baptized. You know, looks like Lydia was a worshiper. That's what the Word of God says. She worshipped God, she was a worshiper of God. But her heart was closed to receive God's Word even though she was worshiping god her heart was not opened to receive god's word paul preached lydia listened but god had to open her heart to receive the word amen you know that's why today we need to ask god for open heart you can just have the next slide That's the reason we need to have open heart. Listen to me, we may come to this church and we may be here for two hours worshiping God, praying and listening to the sermon and go back just the same way we came into the church. Once we get out of this door, we may not even remember what God spoke to us We may not even remember, we may not even remember during the week that what God spoke to us during that Sunday morning. Unless God opens our hearts to listen to Him. You know, those who remember to meditate and to discuss the Sunday morning service sermon during the weekdays, you know, certainly I know that your heart was open to listen to the word. You know, those who do not really care about those and you know, you would have already forgotten what God spoke to you during that Sunday morning. I doubt whether you listened. Whether I doubt whether your heart was open. And this morning you need to ask God, I need to ask God, for God to open our heart. We want God to open our heart so that we may listen, we may receive from God. You know i thank god for those who you know listen to the sermon and discuss during the weekdays and you know you pray over it you meditate over it and ask god to reveal more you know that's how our attitude need to be god wants us to ask him for an open heart god wants you to ask him for an open heart for your husband god wants you to ask him for an open heart for your children for your wife open heart is very essential to receive god's word today we are going to ask god for open hearts if you can get the next slide please today we are going to ask god lord i want you to open my heart a closed heart cannot receive and give a closed heart cannot receive and it cannot give but only an open heart can receive and give can you say receive Receive. give receive Receive. give can you do a little bit of action this morning okay so we are going to say that an open heart receives i want you to just show as if you're receiving everybody otherwise i'm going to call your name right now everybody merlin everybody Srikant. everybody just receive right so if you have open heart you receive from god and you also give how do you give put your bible down now and give receive and give receive and give amen so what open heart if you have open heart you will be able to receive and you will be also able to give You know we are not talking about receiving anything in our hand but we are talking about receiving something inside of us inside our heart you can go to the next slide open heart receives a couple of things that this morning we are going to talk about open heart receives god's word open heart receives god's will and open heart gives life in word open heart gives life in action Open heart also gives life in sacrifice. Let's make it a little more appropriate for us this morning. Open heart receives two things. What are those? God's word and God's will. It receives God's word and God's will. And open heart gives out something. It gives only one thing that is called life. Can you say life? Open heart gives life. But it gives that out in three fashions how life in words life in action and life in sacrifice first of all open heart receives god's word you know today people open their hearts at times to wrong things and wrong teachings and very fascinating and enticing words and experiences but this morning we are talking about giving our heart opening our heart to god's word you know when it comes to god's word at times those who are receiving to fascinated things things which are which can fascinate their lives when it comes to god's word they close their hearts and i remember a story that was often told by a preacher when he went to visit a church the church was filled with holy ghost There was a you know, very great service going on in the church everybody was clapping and they enjoying and experiencing in the prior time everybody was knocking you know knocking the ground and praying fervently and he took the pulpit and then he started preaching the word of god when he started preaching the word of god he saw everybody one by one their heads were going down And after a few minutes he found everybody everyone asleep in the church the same church that was raising their voices in worship the same church that was filled in the holy spirit when it comes to the word of god and the story goes and he went down and he laid hands on everybody and prayed and everyone fell on the ground because that was not the holy spirit holy spirit makes your hearts Open to receive his word who is the author of the scripture? Call spirit God himself is the author of the scripture and this morning we are talking about open hearts You know listening to a testimony listening to an experience and listening to a worship song Our prayer cannot replace listening to God's word god's word stands out above everything you know devil wants us to experience all that is named but when it comes to god's word devil doesn't want us to listen to god's word you know what you know what because eternal life is there only in the word of god there is life only in the word of god not in experience not in not in our worship not in our prayer they're all good but there is eternity can come only through the word of god and devil is more careful about it he doesn't it doesn't matter for him as long as you do anything on the face of this earth he's very careful that you may not enter into your eternal life so we need to ask god this morning lord i need an open heart to receive from you when paul was preaching in antioch we see two kinds of people there one who was opposing the word of god and another group they were gladly receiving the word of god Now this is very practical we see that in the life of paul let's go to acts chapter 13 verse 45 acts 13 45 bible says but when the jews saw the multitudes they were filled with envy and contradicting and blaspheming they opposed the things spoken by paul you know, there is a spirit inside the church today and that spirit opposes God's word. It doesn't really oppose anything else, but it opposes God's word as it is preached. If we can get a little reverb, a little feedback, maybe. When God's word, as it is preached, there is an opposition inside of us. There is an opposition inside of us. There is an opposition among people at times they don't oppose who is preaching there they oppose just only because just only because it's god's word it's god's word there is an opposition inside the church today for the god's word it's in every church it's there in every church it closes the heart so that we may not be able to receive from god it closes our heart they come and go not knowing what they received from the church, what they received during the service. And here we see a group of people, they are Jews, they are listening to Paul, but inside of them they oppose the things spoken by Paul. Let's see other group of people. They were listening to the same message, Acts chapter 13, verse 45. Now, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of, glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. Jews listened, and they were opposing the word of God. But the Gentiles listened; their heart was open, and they were able to believe the word of God. Amen. Gentiles had an open heart to receive God's word. On another instance, Paul, on his second missionary journey, as he came to a place called Berea. He entered into a Jewish synagogue. Remember this? Where he entered? Where? Melvin, where he entered? Jewish synagogue. Okay, he entered into a Jewish synagogue. So when he entered into Jewish synagogue, let's see what happened there. And he was preaching the word of God. Paul was preaching in Jewish synagogue. Acts 17 verse 11. These were more fair-minded than the people in, in Berea and he is preaching in the Jewish Synagogue, these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica. In that, they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. People in Berea, those who were inside the Jewish Synagogue, I believe they are all Jews, most of them, they listened to the Word of God and they searched the Word of God and they wanted to find out more about what God has to say, had to say to them. You know if we are unable to receive God's Word, that simply means that our hearts are closed to God's Word. You know it's a very pathetic situation if you really think about it. When our hearts are closed for God's Word, we cannot grow spiritually, because all the spiritual nourishment that comes, it comes from the word of God. Because that's where we have eternal life. That's where the word of God, only the word of God has life. So this morning we need to ask God for open hearts. You remember the parable of seed that Jesus spoke about? Some of those seeds fell on the rock. Some of the seeds fell on the good ground. The closed heart is like rock. The open heart to God's word is like a good ground. You know if our heart is so hard, if our heart is not able to receive anything from God, it is exactly same as the rocky land where the seed cannot grow because there is no moisture. But this morning I pray that God may open our hearts so that our heart can be a good ground. The seed, the word of God will fall on the good ground as the word of God came to Lydia Lydia was not willing to open her heart. She was a worshiper, but she was not opening her heart. Amen? But God opened her heart. That's what the Bible says. Secondly, open heart receives God's will. Just want to spend some time here because we are all, you know, we all need to understand what is God's will. I'm still trying to understand. Exodus chapter 8, verse 32. We read a scripture here in Exodus chapter 8, verse 32. But Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time also, neither would he let the people go. We are talking about God's will, and we are going to learn that God's will from the life of Pharaoh. You know, here we see someone is hardening his heart without knowing the will of God. You know, God's will, what was God's will? God's will was the people need to be released from the bondage and they need to go into the wilderness to worship God. That was God's will. And this poor fellow, he did not know what God's will was. God spoke to him through Moses. Listen to me. (laughs) God spoke to Pharaoh through Moses many times, but Pharaoh did not open his heart. He did not want to listen what God's will is. You know, if we close our hearts we do not know what is God's will concerning our lives. Whatever situation it may be, whatever decision that you may have to take in your life, if you have a closed heart, you will never know what God's will is. That's what is going on in Pharaoh's life right now. Having an open heart is very, very important. When Pharaoh closed his heart for God's will, eh? remember not just one plague, how many plagues came? Hello, how many plagues came, you're sure, yes, okay, 10 plagues came, when somebody closes his heart or her heart, not listening to God's will, there will be more things coming one after the other, like the plague coming one after the other, not only that, even God himself hardened the heart of Pharaoh. You know, it's all starting from listening to God's will. God's will was just leave people, let them go. That was the will of God. Here somebody is trying to stand against the will of God. And you know, Bible says not only he hardened his heart, even God hardened his heart. It happens today. It happens even today. Having an open heart to God. no, know, God's will is very important. There are times God imposes his will. There are times God forces his will upon our lives. Like Lydia, she was rejecting the will of God. She was not willing to open her heart. But here in the midst of the worship service, Paul was preaching right there. God God opened her heart. God opened her heart. As God made Lydia and her household to obey to the gospel, to get baptized. Listen, this doesn't happen always. God doesn't force us to his will. There are times God rejects people for not receiving God's will. So it's all the most important that we are able to receive from God. You know, this morning I believe this sermon will also help you to know how to listen to God. Jesus was lamenting over Jerusalem before his crucifixion people in jerusalem were given plenty of opportunity to follow jesus to know to listen and to give their heart to the word that he spoke but people rejected god and god also rejected them you know there are times when we reject to listen to the will of god god rejects us matthew chapter 23 verse 37 matthew 23 37 oh jerusalem jerusalem here are the words of lord jesus christ the one who kills the prophets And stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather you, your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Verse 38 says, See, your house is left to you desolate. Your house is left to you desolate. You remember what happened as Babylonians came and destroyed the first temple in AD 70 the Roman Emperor destroyed the temple of God and destroyed the city of Jerusalem just simply because they were not willing to listen to the will of God open hearts not only receives God's will but they also do God's will they also do God's will sometimes we seek to find what god's will and we figure it out and we try to figure it out all along our lives and that can become an idol in your life do you listen you may try to figure out what is god's life god's will in your life and you may continue to do that all along in your life and that itself can become an idol in your life because this life is too short this life is too short for us to know the entirety of god's will you know remember god's will is not just that what we wanted god's will is what god wants we cannot you know sit and wait for god to tell what we like to do it is all about what god likes to do you know many times god's will comes to our lives But we neglect because that's the one we are not looking for. Many times we listen and inside our hearts we are sure, this is what God wants me to do. But then you are not ready, you are not willing to do it. And you neglect and we neglect. It is what He likes us to do, not what we want to do. As God reveals it to us, we need to move forward as god opens our hearts and shows it to us what is his will we cannot wait and wait and wait for the entire life and we will be serving that instead of serving our god and god wants us to know god wants us to be sure that you know we are trusting god we are just believing god and god wants us to understand and god wants us to know this is the sign of open heart open heart is the one that receives god's will open heart receives god's will can you say that with me open heart receives god's will you know there are many things that are already god's will sometimes we may be about sitting in a long chair and thinking about this we don't need to wait to hear from god in all these things you just do it what are those things salvation taking baptism having fellowship on Sunday morning Pray. Worshipping, making disciples, giving to God, following God, pursuing God, and receiving God's grace and receiving God's mercy and serving God, these are already God's will. You don't need to wait to hear anything about these, God is not going to speak it again because it's already spoken in His word. But there may be key decisions in your life, you may be seeking God's will, just want you to listen to me this morning. In order to find out God's will, you don't need to really run around everywhere. You don't need to go to men and women to reveal God's plan. What you need is an open heart. Can you say open heart again? Open heart. You need an open heart. That's why I'm teaching this morning to you, to, for you to have an open heart so that you know what is God's will in your life. I'm encouraging you to listen from your God for your own life before you listen from others want you to listen from your God what is for your life before you listen from others we can never step out to do God's will because someone prophesied over us listen to me carefully I don't have the courage to step out unless God tells me to do, forget full-time ministry, it may something simple in your life we can never step out to do something thinking that it is God's will because someone spoke over our lives because we will stumble and we may fall when that man or that woman falls there are plenty of evidences we may stumble in our faith A couple of prophecies that he speaks or he speaks after that or she speaks after that may fail and you may question what's going on i believe so we are not waiting for anybody to tell us what is god's will in our lives for our life but we need to listen from god how do we listen from god you know when i remember when god called me full time just my example forgive me when god called me full time i've never had a single prophecy spoken over my life saying that you know you need to come to full time i never looked for any prophet to tell me what i should do i was asking god for an open heart so that i may know what i'm supposed to do so today i have the confidence that god called me in this walk not through somebody else because not because someone spoke to me because god spoke to me because i received this from god i know for sure I encourage you to hear from God directly God's will for your life cannot come from another man or another woman it comes to you directly from God when you have an open heart but God may confirm what he has spoken to you through somebody else but not the other way not the other way did you get that? this is important this is the foundation this is how we need to receive there is nothing wrong in listening to prophecy there is nothing wrong in listening to you know many many other things that inspires us but they are all just a confirmation of the call of god in your life you need to receive from your god i do not know what we need to do but we need to do whatever we need to do to receive all that we need this morning i believe is an open heart is the open heart that we need from god to listen from god but many times our hearts are closed to receive god's will today i pray that god may open our hearts and we can pray that god may open our hearts open hearts not only receive god's word and god's will open hearts also give you can go to the next slide open heart gives if open heart receives god's will and god's word open heart also Gives and gives what? Gives life. Can I hear that from you? Open heart gives life. Proverb chapter 14, verse 30 says, A sound heart is life to the body. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Proverb 423, I'm reading from ESV. It says, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. We are talking about. Our heart receiving and giving life it received the word of god it receives the will of god but now our heart is ready to give life open heart gives life jesus said in john chapter 7 verse 38 he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of what living water what is living water life-giving water life-giving flow jesus said out of the heart of someone who receives the word scripture says out of his heart will flow rivers of living water next verse jesus spoke about this concerning the holy spirit which was not yet given at that point from an open heart flows life from an open heart flows the holy spirit you know if our body is the temple of god our heart is the foundation from where the living waters flow. You remember the prophet saw the temple of God and the river is, you know, started flowing from the temple of God. If our body is the temple of God, if our heart receives from God and is willing to give, it can give life giving flow. Holy Spirit really helps us to bring life. You know, when we receive the Holy Spirit, God touches our tongue. Do you remember that? You experience that God touches our tongues and you know, he helps us to speak in another language When God touches our tongues He speaks he puts the words of life in our tongue. Amen Are you not excited this morning when God touches us he puts the words of life in our mouth So open-heart gives life in words That life come through our words Jesus said in Luke chapter 6 verse 45 a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what good can i see good and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks the condition of our heart is seen in our words the abundance of our heart is seen in our words open heart is the fountain of living water always speaks words of life open heart is the fountain of living water it speaks life you know when we receive the holy spirit anointing not only tongues but words of life comes out amen words that bring life to others words that bring healing to others words that bring encouragement for those who are discouraged So the sign of the anointing of the holy spirit is not only just speaking in tongues it is also the words that we speak the words must be life giving words open heart gives life the question that i need to ask to me is am i speaking the life giving words to others all of us may have to ask that question within us secondly open heart gives life in action it's not only just the words that we speak, it is also the life that is seen in our action. The love and the acceptance that we are able to show to people. You know, when God opens our hearts, what comes, what you know gets produced inside of us is the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. You remember the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, love? Can you read out loud? Love joy, peace, patience or long-sufferings, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When the Holy Spirit resides inside of us, when open heart gives life and that life comes out in action in the form of the fruit of the Spirit. Today in your family life, there is no peace, you are not able to Enjoy your life that God has given on the face of this earth. You're not happy at times with the life that you live along with your family. You need to ask God for an open heart so that life will flow out of your open heart. Open heart is a heart that loves people. It accepts people just as they are. Without any condition. Just accepts people just as they are just as they are. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Paul says, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Again, Paul writes in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13: bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even I as Christ forgave you, so you also must forgive. So you also must forgive. Today people may not like us, but that doesn't mean that we need to hate them. You know, you may have enemies, that doesn't mean that you know, we need to develop animativity with somebody else. Today we may not be treated well, that doesn't mean that we cannot treat them well. We would not have been forgiven. That doesn't mean that we should not forgive somebody else. God wants us to show this fruit of the spirit in our lives. Probably in our family life we would not have clearly understood yet. But you can still understand the other partner. Your partner may be always angry at you. But you can just certainly stop those things that trigger him to get angry. Did you get that? Your partner may be always angry at you. But you can take a step to stop those things that triggers him to get angry open heart gives life in action finally before closing let's talk a little bit about open heart giving life through sacrifice we are all selfish people amen yes true we are all selfish people we are all so worried about our life our family our children our future. There are areas which are really sensitive for us at times. If someone touches that area, we forget our calling and we lose all the anointing that we had. Amen. We are so selfish people. That's how God had made us. That's how we are functioning. In I believe this is one of the paradoxes of the ages, it says we need to fulfill God's purpose in this life that hinders us from fulfilling it. We need to fulfill God's purpose in this life that hinders us from fulfilling it. Open heart gives life through sacrifice. just want to talk a little bit about this morning when we are so selfish we don't really like the word sacrifice you may say the lord i am not made for that i can't sacrifice i can't even skip one meal lord i need all three meals with full course i can't even skip one meal how i know somebody is laughing here i i know you know we all struggle through it lord how can i sacrifice how can i what can i sacrifice when we say sacrifice when we are so selfish, you know, God is telling us, open heart gives life just going an extra mile, just by going an extra mile, open heart gives life making your time available for someone, open heart gives life by helping someone, open heart gives life through stepping out of our comfort zone, we are talking about sacrifice this morning, you know, without sacrifice we cannot serve God. You need to sacrifice something maybe your time a little bit you have to do something in order to sacrifice in order to serve god so all of us need to sacrifice but what extent you sacrifice is what we need to decide with god what are we willing to sacrifice for the sake of christ you know it's a very tough question what are we willing to sacrifice for the sake of christ you want to read a scripture here luke chapter 14 verse 26 this scripture is the most ignored and the most not understood scripture in the bible luke chapter 14 verse 26 if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother wife and children brothers and sisters yes and his own life also he cannot be my disciple i believe this morning we are all here because we want to be a disciple of Christ, we are just followers already. Already, we are disciples, Jesus. What do you mean by this? Saying that if we need to hate, but scripture says, I believe we need to do everything we need to do to them as parents and our spouses and children and sisters and brothers, even to our own self. But these relationships cannot be an excuse for us not following god now i want you to understand this clearly this morning we need to bring the right balance in understanding the scripture this helps i want to just break it down now further hating father and mother some of you really hate your father and mother because you still have it hurt inside of you not bringing you in the right way not helping you in your life what jesus to say is you cannot allow them to hinder god's purpose for you in your life today i know that parents are standing in between serving god children serving god they don't allow and god is very clear you cannot allow them hinder god's purpose in your life they cannot be an excuse for you not serving god and serving others your parents, has not, they have nothing to do with it. It is a God's call on your life. But being said that, we need to fulfill all of our responsibility in terms of taking care of them, providing them all those things which we need to do, your parents. But when it comes to the call of God in your life, I believe all of you have a call of God in your life. Otherwise, you are not here. You don't need to be here. When it comes to the call of God in your life, You cannot allow them to hinder your call. Later on in your life, you cannot worry. I wanted to go as a missionary. It's because of my dad. Today, I cannot go as a missionary. You just lost it. It is only one life. And God wants you to spend that entire life for Him. We cannot blame your parents. Jesus was very carefully saying that you need to hate them. Number two, he's saying that hating wife and children. (coughs) Your relationship with God cannot be hindered by them. I need to be very careful here they cannot be you know they cannot be an excuse for you not following god and serving people i pray that god may give you revelation more that means we need to do all our household duties as wife <laughs> as children as husband and be available for them but in addition to that god is expecting you calling you to serve him in many houses the complaint is wife is not cooking in the kitchen from morning to evening she's in the prayer conference prayer ministry that's a complaint many houses that's not jesus is saying jesus is saying you do your responsibility and don't bring that in the in the path of serving god i'll come to sacrifice right now slowly few minutes hating brothers and sisters Their influence cannot affect you and your family adversely and make you lose your time, effort and your testimony that is needed to serve God. In families we see brothers and sisters and their wives involving unnecessarily into other families. You need to love them, not to hate them, but do not allow them to enter between you as husband and wife because you lose your testimony we can't serve God hating your own life caring for our own life we cannot say that caring for my own life is important so I cannot serve God I cannot serve, give an excuse for not serving God and not caring for others because Lord I need to take care of myself yes certainly we need to take care of ourselves keeping our lives fit in terms of eating and exercising it's all important because you can't serve god otherwise you don't have strength to serve god it's all important but that cannot be an excuse for not serving god you see a stretch there you have your own responsibilities and in addition to that god is asking you to serve god is asking you to serve others god is asking you to help others god is asking you to serve in this kingdom you see a stretch there that's what is sacrifice that stretches what is sacrifice and god is calling us this morning if we are a real life giver if our heart is open to give life to other families life to other people life to those who are not having life god is asking you to stretch your life little beyond that what you could do caring for your family and at the same time serving god without affecting these relationship without affecting your commitment to god is what is discipleship. Otherwise, we cannot be a disciple. Disciple cannot afford to lose his or her testimony, and disciple cannot say excuse for not following God. You see a stretch there. God opens our hearts so that life comes out of our lives when we are willing to sacrifice. Jesus at the cross he sacrificed his life many missionaries at the young age they departed from their city, from their nation and went to unknown places because they were able to stretch their life beyond boundaries this morning God is not asking that but God is asking a little bit of stretch from you in your life so that life-giving flow will come out of your life and it can bless somebody Open hearts, give life through sacrifice. Let's not waste of living in the comfort of this country. Let's allow God to stretch our lives. Shall we all just stand this morning? Let's allow God to stretch our lives a little bit here and there as needed, so that our life can be an effective life in the kingdom of God. Just quickly to summarize, open hearts, receive God's word. Open hearts receive God's will, open heart gives life in words, open hearts give life in action, open heart also gives life through sacrifice. This morning, before we leave from this place, we are just going to ask God for an open heart.